in association with the Agri Health Network, it's time for That Farm Life podcast, Planting Hope, Harvesting Strength. On That Farm Life, we talk about that life that is that of a farmer and their family. It's about the day-to-day grind, the good times, the tough times, and everything in between, because farming is more than a job, it's a way of life. And we're here to offer opportunities to help you deal with the stress and strains of farm life through faith, family, and community with other farmers. Now, here's your host, a farmer, a former agri-business owner, and also the pastor of a Southern Baptist church in Arkansas, Archie Mason. Hey folks, again, welcome to another episode this week of That Farm Life Podcast. I'm your host, Archie Mason. Thanks for joining us. Man, excited about today and this podcast. Before we jump into it, though, let me just remind you that if you have any questions about who we are, kind of how we function, what we do, you can check out this podcast at our website, which is agrihealth.net. And we always have a saying that we say on most every episode, it's okay not to be okay. We're going to help you not stay that way. And so we're always concerned about the ups and downs, the stress and strains of farm life. And so one of the ways that we try to address that uh, on the podcast is with our guests that we have each week. Uh, Many of them are located in places in Arkansas and also across other states. And the point of having them uh, here on the podcast is, man, they are a wealth of information, practical information that all of us need uh, in the farming world out there. And so today... Uh, is just like it has been. We have Dr. Tim Burcham. He is here with us. He is the uh, center director for the uh, Northeast uh, Rice Research and Extension Center uh, here in Northeast Arkansas. It is a brand new uh, station is what I call it. It's located on about 600 acres. So Dr. Tim, thanks for being with us today. Brother Archie, thank you so much for having me today. And I'm really looking forward to sharing with uh, with your audience and I just want to say thank you to the AgriHealth Network and the, and that Farm Life. This podcast really means a lot to uh, all of us that are that are you know out here working in the fields uh, and uh, living that life, so to speak. So I really appreciate all the work that goes into the podcast. Well, yes, sir. Hey, I didn't expect that shout out, but hey, thank you, thank you for doing it. Hey, tell the the audience now. Look, as audience here listening, you know a lot of you from different states and different places around the nation, but also even places around the world. Uh, so, Dr. Tim, tell them who you're with, University of Arkansas. I, I think uh, they know that. But tell us about yourself, your family, your education. I'd be glad to do that. So I'm married uh, to uh, my wife, Joan Burcham. We have two daughters that are grown now, uh, one and uh, both married. And so uh, one is down in Birmingham and we have one grandchild. And I'm happy to announce today that we have a second one on the way. Oh, wow. That's exciting. Uh, We'll we'll learn the sex of that new uh, grandchild here in a couple of weeks. So we're really excited. In fact, Joan is coming back from visiting with them today. My other daughter and her husband are up at Purdue uh, University, and he's finishing up his PhD in the ag communications area. And he's actually already working for the, uh, Purdue University uh, with the engineering college there, which of course is I think six thousand students just in their engineering program. So. We've been married for 42 years, uh, and uh, uh, just uh, when we moved to, to Jonesboro in 2013, and so we've been uh, been in Jonesboro and love Jonesboro and our community. Yes, sir. Hey, did you do your uh, did you do your work, your education work at the University of Arkansas, or was it another university? 
No, my my uh, educational background, Archie, comes from uh, Mississippi State University. I was raised actually in Northwest Alabama, in what I call the hills and hollers. <laughs> a, a big piece of ground for us, Archie, was twenty acres. You know? thought, <laughs> yes, sir. I thought I had uh, I thought I had conquered the world when I got to drive a forty twenty John Deere. Uh, that was a big deal. Four four breaking uh, four bottom breaking plow. I thought uh, it couldn't get any better than this, and so. So, no, I came up in that area where actually, you know, where chicken farming, poultry industry is a big deal from an agriculture. But I always had a love for agriculture and I really grew up as an Auburn fan, you know, with that love for agriculture being raised in Alabama. You've got to choose sides, Alabama or Auburn. But my dad was a Mississippi State graduate. And uh, so uh, he said, well, let's take a look at Mississippi State. And so basically I got my BS and MS in Ag Engineering from Mississippi State University. And then I was uh, very fortunate to be selected as a national needs fellow with USDA uh, back in the day and did my PhD at Clemson University. Oh, wow. Wow. Yes. Well, that is uh, pretty impressive. So I guess you got a hidden cowbell somewhere. From <laughs> I, do have a, I do have a cowbell. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, anybody, any of our listeners, ACC football, they, they recognize that. Yeah, other, other folks may have no idea. That's uh, correct. Yeah. Hey, so, okay. Tell us then about this uh, uh, research uh, center, uh, you know, that that it's been built from the ground up. It's brand new. So kind of walk us through that, if you don't mind. Absolutely. So so, as you know, I came over in 2013 as dean of the college at Arkansas State University. And, and I was over uh, the College of Ag, College of Engineering. And then we finally uh, pulled computer science in. And in 2019, the opportunity to uh, to to really change the shift of my emphasis uh, came about with the with the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture associated with this new Northeast Rice Research and Extension Center. And uh, just for our viewing audience, probably in the United States right now, uh, Brother Archie, there's not a new experiment station uh, being built. I mean, there may be some additions going on at some places, but from a ground up station, this is uh, unprecedented. And so that's really was the allure for me was the once in a lifetime opportunity to put something in place. And also the value for Northeast Arkansas, I mean, to have a facility uh, that, that we're building here, that's gonna have public space, education space, research capacity uh, in our region here that as you know, is a growing region, the Jonesboro area in Northeast Arkansas, just a thriving community. And so that was uh, what, what led me to that. And so uh, I started in 2019, as I, as you had mentioned earlier, the university had bought this farm in 2018, and they really bought the farm due to some very uh, specific criteria. One, it had Highway 1 frontage uh, that uh, would allow the uh, lot of passerbys, and you know how busy Highway 1 is. Yes. A lot of cars and a lot of traffic here. But uh, but also the Henry Siltlong soil that is the predominant soil type for this uh, high intensity rice production area uh, was a key component. It is bordered on the western side by the Langill River, and so uh, surface water access was a big deal. It also featured a 32 acre reservoir uh, for surface water irrigation. So when you look at all the criteria, you know, when the Arkansas Rice Research Promotion Board and the Division of Agriculture started looking for a site, yeah, all of those things came together for this location here and uh, has turned out everything that, that in that planning process has turned out to be uh, uh, well-founded because we're enjoying uh, good success with regard to water. 
We're also in the Cache River critical groundwater area, as you know, on the western side of Crowley's Ridge. And for our viewing audience, that's a, 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 a geographical feature that separates this particular region. We live up on Crowley's Ridge, if you live in Jonesboro. And uh, Archie's house down here in <laughs> south of town is up on the ridge. And so, but when we say up on the ridge, it's not like where I was from in North Alabama. It's only about 80 <laughs> feet uh, above the delta plain here. So uh, that has been an important uh, criteria. The location of the facility in, in proximity to Jonesboro is also a big criteria from the standpoint of future staffing, school systems, and all of the things that that make it a hospitable environment that, as you know, Northeast Arkansas is. So I know, too, for the uh, for the center, there is a I'm looking on the website and uh, you can go to our audience out there. You can go to University of Arkansas and uh, at EDU, you can find it. You search for it. But uh, you've got quite a few acres. It's uh, like 110 acres of precision zero grade and about 309 acres of precision graded. Yes. Uh, why is that, you know, for those that are listening to us, why is that such a big deal uh, for this area to have land that has that type of a zero grade or precision grade? And you might, and really just for folks that are not familiar with the rice production that we have in Poinsett County in the surrounding area. But yes, sir. What is you might just want to explain what that means to someone who has no idea. Be happy to do that. So, so when this farm was laid out, and Dr. Chuck Wilson was uh, was instrumental uh, in laying out the farm as far as how we laid out the fields. One of the things that the Arkansas Rice Research Promotion Board was keen on was having the ability to do large scale, uh, you know, field level versus just plot level research activity. So the farm was laid out, and Dr. Chuck Wilson did a great job in doing that design. But when we talk about our graded fields. Uh, most of the fields on this side are a tenth of a foot per hundred feet. So what that means for the Archie is that if I move down slope and I travel horizontally a hundred feet, I'm going to drop one tenth of a foot, which is a little over an inch. What that does for us is allows us to use a surface irrigation. And, you know, as you know, here we use polypipe type irrigation uh, and we use surface irrigation and that gives us a very uniform flow of that surface water across the across the roads. And so it really helps with the efficiency of water usage. And of course, uh, water, water use is a key component in rice production. When we look at zero grade fields, then we're actually grading those. And so when we talk about grading, we're talking about literally land forming with, uh, with the same equipment you would see when they're building an interstate, but done very precisely. So usually within a centimeter or two with regard to the precision there. But in the zero grade fields, uh, those are our lowest or the least water usage. You typically can grow rice with 14 to 19 inches of water with zero grade fields. And so the key, the element there that is uh, problematic for us is the rotation with soybean, Archie, because uh, it's tougher on the soybean, uh, that wet <laughs> environment, but it does great for rice. It is definitely one of the ways that we can save water with regard to uh, our rice production systems. So on our farm, we have everything from 0.03 grades to a lot of uh, 0.1 grade and then the zero grade fields. The zero grade fields, we have six of those. So the ability to do field scale uh, opportunities there really uh, was done, done very well in the design of the farm itself. Yes, sir. What, what's going to be the primary focus of research? Now, it may be several, uh, but what's the primary focus of research for this center? 
Yeah, and I would say uh, that uh, that sustainable rice production is going to be a key component. As I mentioned in the previous comments there, we're in the Cache River Valley critical groundwater area. All of us on the western side of Crowley's Ridge uh, know that uh, the groundwater situation, it continues to decline. Uh, if you're on the east side of the Crowley's Ridge, you know, the you can, I, I say, you can kick your heel in the ground and, and water <laughs> comes out. Uh, but that's not the case over here. And so I think that the sustainable rice production methodologies and economic components associated with rice production are going to be a key thing. As you know, you know, input prices were just have went up dramatically for all of our farmers this year. And that's re, uh, regardless of whether you're in rice production, corn, soybean, sorghum, all of the uh, uh, cereal and, and primary crops that we do here in the Delta. Uh, but, uh, you you know, uh, Scott Stiles with Extension does our budgets. And when you run the budget for this past year on rice production, uh, my memory serves me as around $946 an acre with regard to inputs uh, and you contrast that to probably around $400 an acre for soybean production. And so uh, getting control of, uh, you know, what you actually take home, Archie, it's not how much money yeah. you spend and how much your, your yield is, but uh, what can you actually take home as profit and be a sustainable, not only from a, a crop production standpoint, but sustainable from an <laughs> economic standpoint to stay in business. And, uh, and I think this year is really, you know, it's going to be, a, it's been a tough year for all of us in the farming uh, area with these input prices that we're uh, facing. Now, you know, I would add that, you know, yes, some crop prices are up. Soybean and corn prices have, have went up. But I, I would also say that rice has not enjoyed the same rate of increase that some of those other uh, commodities have. Uh, and yet we have that uh, higher, you know, uh, input cost side. So. That's, uh, you know, when you look at the overall mission of this, that's the key thing on the research side. So let me talk about uh, another area that we're very excited about, and that is the education side. Mm. Yes, sir. Unlike, uh, and, and while all of the research centers certainly reach out to local communities, local schools, and that kind of thing, one of the key criteria for building this new center that the Arkansas Rice Research and Promotion Board membership wanted was the ability to educate our young people about agricultural production, the importance of rice production in particular to the Arkansas Delta. So this new facility, which will have is about 11,500 square feet in the public space and education center, I'll talk about that in a little more detail, and then about 13,500 square feet in the office space and laboratories for the research side. So let me dwell on that education center for just a moment. That is being built in as an integral component. And in fact, uh, Ashland Ussery has already been hired. The extension side of the division has already hired an agriculture and natural resources educator to begin putting together a curriculum that will cater to, you know, first through 12th graders, but with an emphasis on first through fifth graders initially. And so this new center has a classroom with an attached greenhouse mm. with a demonstration kitchen so that uh, the young people will experience uh, rice, uh, aromatic rices, for example, your basmati, your jasmine types uh, from around the world, have the opportunity to visit with those children about cultures throughout the world that depend on rice uh, as, a, as a, a substance food. 
as well as this little uh, block of trees that's near the center there is a, is a nice bottomland hardwood area. And that education center would have a boardwalk going over in that area so that we could talk about uh, uh, wetlands and uh, ducks and the wildlife. We have bald eagles. Uh, we were just out at the rest board just a little while ago today. And there the bald eagles were uh, <laughs> flying right over our heads. And so we're very blessed to have a, a great opportunity to reach out to our young people and to talk about, you know, that farm life. I mean, that's a critical component. And you would be surprised how many young people today, even in our region here in the Delta, where agriculture is the backbone of the economy, you'd be surprised how many young people really don't understand what goes into production, whether it's grain, crops, or cattle, uh, like you like you try to uh, work on there. So, so yeah, we're really excited about that. And then you know, then not only the education of young people there. But also then the extension side of that, you know, we still have extension county offices in all the counties in Arkansas and our adult education program will also be a foundational component of this station here. So it really is unprecedented with regard to the scope of what we're doing here and how that's going to benefit not only the state, but in particular our region here in northeast Arkansas. Well, you know, Dr. Tim, that is very exciting. I'm glad you shared that with all of us, especially me, because I did not have any idea it was going to be anything to that magnitude. And since I live very close uh, to the research center, I, I am excited. I'm very excited about that. Yes, okay. Now you also, as I've driven by on highway one, as many people have in this area, you notice the trailers out there that have the seats on them. So anybody that's in the row crop area, especially in rice, like we are in Arkansas have all attended those field days and looked at demonstration plots. So yes, uh, I'm assuming that's taking place and we'll, yeah, that's going to be kind of a proponent of what you do also in educating farmers. When I was in the consulting business, I was the guy that was at all every research center around viewing all yes, the different varieties. And I would bring that back to my customers for the next year and talk about, hey, here's what I saw. We can try this. So explain that. And kind of that role of demonstration, uh, production, and how that pertains to uh, our community, but also the states that surround us that are in rice production. Well, absolutely. And, and of course, as you know, you know, Arkansas and really the Arkansas Delta is producing anywhere from 45 to 49 percent of the long grain rice production in the entire United States. And so rice, you know, we, we are rice in the United States of America. And so uh, the field day experience is something that... Uh, We've done five of them this year, Archie. So when you oh, saw wow. the trailers out here, we started in June and I hosted the, the University of Arkansas Experiment Station Director's summer, summer meeting. So that was our big first big uh, show that we did. We then had NRCS uh, staff out here to do a field uh, day, a training exposition for them where they did rice over here at our location and then went across the ridge to the Judd Hill Station to look at cotton production. We were very fortunate to have the fifth international Patty Rice America subgroup here. And what does that mean? America meaning all of the rice researchers in the United States, but also in the uh, Latin area, South America. So we had uh, Brazilian scientists here, Uruguay, uh, so Argentina. So it, that was a wonderful thing. And to bring them out here and show them the exciting things that we have going on here. And also to learn from them was an exciting uh, a thing for our station. Uh, the Anheuser-Busch rice facility that is just north of Jonesboro, 
Uh, they're partnering with the university to, again, look at sustainable rice production methodologies. And so we had a field day on July 20th for them. We had uh, 100 people by the end of the day that took part in that field day. So, you know, that field day experience is going to be a critical component of our educational outreach. But I would also add that just like we're communicating through Zoom today and digital means uh, are critical, that uh, we hope to extend our outreach beyond just that field day experience, but to be able to put those field day experiences online so that people from not only Arkansas and our rice producing states throughout the United States, but people around the world can look at the things that are going on with the University of Arkansas Division of Agriculture, as well as our research partners, USDA, ARS, and others, uh, to learn more about what we're doing and the type of research that we're doing to do sustainable rice production. So uh, that's a critical component of it, and we're looking forward to having field days way into the future, and it's great to be back in an in-person mode instead of the uh, COVID all-Zoom mode for the field days. You know, uh, I have to, I always, and I preach this, you know, don't covet your neighbor, don't covet your neighbor's rain. But when I drive by uh, the research center and I saw that Kelly Diamond tool, which is a smaller tool it is. Uh, that we use in rice production, but we also use it when we're preparing uh, to uh, spray Bermuda grass fields. And so yes, I've been coveting that, that Kelly <laughs> Diamond tool that you have. And I'm always watching what equipment you guys have. But I tell you what, the, uh, you're, the University of Arkansas and the funding for this has really gone all out to provide a, you know, a, man, a first class operation because 600 acres and a reservoir and zero grade. There's a lot of work that goes into that. Absolutely. I mean, a lot of work. Yeah. So so you guys are blessed. Man, that is great. That is really going to benefit uh, Arkansas, not only Arkansas, but a lot of rice producers. Okay. Yes. So, Dr. Tim, before we close, this one last question now. This yes, has been a, a very hectic expensive year for the farming community. There's been all kinds of things that have taken place. Any advice on how to deal with the stress and strain of the farm life? You know, just what advice could you give to those out there listening? Well, Brother Archie, I would I would say that, uh, you know, our faith really does come into play uh, with farming. And, and you know, I, I always I, when I get up before the rice board, I told them this last year, I said, man, I've got one crop under my belt. You know, we we always refer in our in our farming world. You say, how many crops, how many crops have you got under your belt? And I know, Archie, you've got a lot more uh, crops under your belt than uh, than I do. And I'm working on my second rice crop because remember, I'm an ag engineer by training. I'm not. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But I can tell you that uh, this year has and last year that uh, that, uh, you know, I am out here boots on the ground. I may you could call me the director uh, of the station and I am the director of the station, but I'm the fundraiser. Uh, I'm the red rice puller. Uh, I'm the pigweed uh, uh, commander. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting the full uh, impact on that. And I'll tell you what I've learned, uh, you know, and I tell our board members this and, and our community out there probably doesn't understand how many different entities it takes to do production farming like we do here. And so while me, me and my small crew are here on the ground and Nolan Evans, my neighbor, that's my uh, lease farmer here, uh, you know, we're on the we're on the ground. But then you've got all those support agencies, whether it's your consultants, your uh, your co-ops. 
uh, you know, right down the line. And it really takes an army of individuals with great expertise to do what we do to feed the world today. This year, for example, just the other day, we had the main uh, supply line from my reservoir. It sprang a leak. We ended up having to dig out that entire line. It took a week uh, to fix. At the same time that that line was down, they were drilling my well, Brother Archie. And the <laughs> well drilling company, and that was Frank Elder Well Supply down in Carlisle. Yeah. Frank Elder himself called me while I was at the Patty Rice meeting and said, hey, Tim, if we lose water, wherever we're at on your well, that's where it's at. In other words, they were dr- literally drilling the well when we lost water. Mm. Uh, if you think that doesn't cause stress, <laughs> uh, let me tell you, there's no stress like that. Yeah. I literally threw my suit and tie in the floor. Uh, because I was up at the Embassy Suites in Jonesboro, threw my suit and tie on the floor, changed clothes, and, and ran down here. And Greg Simpson, our farm manager, and I, you know, redirected the gravity water that we had to keep the well driller uh, going that night. So we left at 9:30 that night uh, to keep them with water. I had a lightning strike earlier in the season, and it uh, took out, blew the control panel completely off the pole. And then just the other day, uh, the pump on the river back there, uh, also the was tripped, you know, up on the three-phase line up there. And literally myself and uh, Mr. Gene with Gene's Electric, we were out there, turned it on, and it popped and smoked right there in front of our face. So $8,600 motor, gone. So, you know, I I lean on my faith, uh, you know, for the stress that we have as a farmer. And I I think that farmers, uh, (laughs) they demonstrate a lot of faith when they put that seed in the ground. They're, you know, they're looking at the end. And, and I tell you, I have learned to really have the utmost respect for our farmers, uh, the stresses they're dealing with, with regard to input prices, uh, regulation, you name it. Uh, it. It's a stressful life. And so I don't know how they would do it. I don't know that how they would do it without faith. Those that, that do it without faith, I, I, I don't know how they do it. I just know what I lay on is my faith to help me get through uh, the stress. Well, uh, I know the Lord's in control, and that's what I lean on every day. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. A lot of great information that you've shared, Dr. Tim. If someone wants to uh, maybe go online or or to see some of the things regarding the uh, research uh, center, is there a web address specifically, or do they need to go to the uh, uh, to the Arkansas Agriculture Experiment Station? I mean, can you share that with us? Well, I can. And what I would tell you is they can go to, to uh, www.uada.edu, and that's going to take them to the university's website. But I've got a couple of more items that will that will really be easier to follow us. And so, okay. first of all, we're on Facebook. So, oh, uh, yeah. And we're on Twitter as well. And so, if you follow us on Twitter, it would be at, you would use at N E A R K Rice. That's at the at symbol. N-E-A-R-K Rice, and you can follow our day-to-day activities there as well. You can look us up on Facebook by putting in the Northeast Rice Research and Extension Center, and you'll find us on Facebook. We try to keep those posts updated. The website will have that information that you were referring to when you get to the Ag Experiment Station. It'll talk about the general generalities, but I would I would encourage your, your listeners to follow us on Twitter and follow us on Facebook for those day, day-to-day activities. And we try to post uh, at least once a week and sometimes uh, multiple times a week, depending on what type of activities are going on at the farm. Yeah, Dr. Tim, thanks for sharing that because that's my fault. I didn't bring that up. 
And uh, hey, I, I I will confess to you, I'm not following you on Twitter, but I'm about to begin to do that. There you go. I need to get on there and get that going. And uh, that is for all you ag folks out there. Twitter is a very primary role, especially for us in some of the southern states is how we kind of stay up to date with that. Yes, uh, Dr. Tim, thank you for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. And again, a big shout out to, to you and the organization. I think this is just a great forum for our farmers to be able to talk about their experiences. And, you know, it, it helps to talk about things when, when we live in the stressful environment that we do. And I think that uh, we're doing, you do it, you guys are doing a great job in helping us reach out and help, uh, help really the general public, uh, those that are out there that don't understand, you know, the complexities involved in, uh, in what I'm going to call large scale farming. Uh, it's a lot of, there's a lot of moving parts out there. And so we're excited for you guys and just want to tell you, thank you for having me on today uh, and let me reach out and share with, uh, with your viewing audience and listening audience, uh, you know, what's going on here and the excitement. I would also tell them that they can reach out to me here. Uh, and, uh, and my number here, here, here it is, uh, 870-586-6236. They feel free to call me. And if they have time to come by, I'm always happy to give people a tour of our facility here. And we're open. This is the University of Arkansas. We say this is our campus. Uh, the, the state is our campus. And the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture welcomes everyone that uh, would like to come and learn more about the operation here. Awesome. Well, a lot of good information. And to all the folks out there listening, we'll make sure to uh, post that phone number and the website in the show notes. Uh, again, Dr. Tim, thank you for being with us, man. It has been a a, a wealth of knowledge that you have shared. And uh, just to see your excitement about what you do, that just uh, excites me. So thank you for being with us today. Thank you, Brother Arch. Yes, sir. Hey, again, as Dr. Tim pointed out, he made a comment that really resonated with me. This involves everyone who's involved in agriculture. It takes an army of people uh, from all different walks and types of organizations for us to put a crop in, whether if it's row crop, uh, it's specifically with rice production, as we talked about today, or cattle raising or poultry or whatever it may be. There's a lot of folks involved. So all the folks out there involved in the ag industry, thank you for your service. Thank you for all uh, that you do. Hey, also too, take advantage of this new center that we have. I know it'll be uh, it probably may be a few months or so, or or you can stay updated through Twitter with what's going on. But they get that education space completed, and there'll be an opportunity for school. Uh, you know, I, I call them kind of those field trips to come out. And and Dr. Tim made their statement was right. Even though we live in our area of the world with uh, agriculture as a backbone, there are a lot of folks who have no idea all that it takes to do that. So great education uh, for uh, the next generation coming. And so I want to invite you, encourage you to uh, utilize that and uh, to make it to your advantage. Hey, again, as I mentioned, as we started the uh, broadcast today, if you got any questions, things are going on. Maybe you've been listening to Dr. Tim. He talked about the motor smoking and all that in front of them. And I mean, it just went through all. And that's an everyday deal in a farmer's life out there. There's always something happening. And that may have resonated with you. And you said, man, I've just got some struggles and things going. Hey, reach out to us. You can reach out to me at Archie at agrihealth.net. I'll be glad to point you in the right direction. Again, go to that website. We've got some resources that are available. Hey, if you like us, we encourage you to subscribe to us to kind of keep up with the podcast. There's always an interesting individual that we're interviewing that has a lot of information to share. 
And uh, so share us with your friends. And our plan is to be back next week. Until then, uh, keep farming and keep the faith. See you then. You've been listening to That Farm Life Podcast, planting hope, harvesting strength with your host, Archie Mason. That Farm Life Podcast is a creation of the Agri-Health Network in conjunction with Grounded Faith Ministries, where we offer opportunities to help you deal with the stress and strains of farm life through faith, family, and community with other farmers. You can learn more about who we are and what we do on our website at agrihealth.net. That's agrihealth, one word, dot net. Thanks for listening, and until next week, keep the faith.